Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Audio Note number five. This is Andrew Robinson. In Audio Note number four, we talked about the first two gravitational laws, and we talked about shame and arrogance. And just as a review, shame has to do with an undervaluing of ourselves and our sense of worth, and pride is when we overvalue our sense of worth. So both have to do with our sense of worth, and and my hope is that you recognize your tendency between those two and and how that plays out, because both can drastically undermine your influence, your relationships, your leadership, and your professional life and your personal life. Uh, And what we're going to do today is we're going to go to laws three and four. And again, these laws hold us down. They're gravitational and they will, if we are accidental in our the way we live our lives, they will keep us down and prevent us from, from growing. By recognizing them, we have a, a better chance, a better capacity for actually overcoming these laws. I mean, if you think about defying gravity, right? What we're trying to do is, is defy these gravitational laws, but that takes focus, it takes intentionality, and that's, but it first takes identifying how these play out in our life. So what we're doing with the six laws is talking about what they are and how we can essentially defy them. And when we get to the three myths, we're going to talk about what they are and how we can dispel them so this is all about us being able to better understand what it's like to be on the other side of ourselves. I want to be really clear as we go through this that the point of this is not to get down on ourselves. And that's why I started with shame and pride because shame is lurking around every corner as we start seeing ourselves with greater accuracy. Uh, I don't <laughs> I don't know. And I would be slightly concerned about the person that as they started to see themselves and their tendencies uh, with greater clarity actually responded with pride. Uh, that that would be concerning because I don't know about you, but as I go through these, uh, I start seeing myself, my tendencies, how they play out, and it is really easy for me to slip into that shame. Like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I overcome these tendencies? That's not the point. The point is to chase these tendencies out of the shadows so we can actually see them and do something with them, not to get down on ourselves. These tendencies are going to be with us for life. Um, they've been with us, you know, our whole lives what we're doing now in this process of selfship is being able to recognize what they are, how they play out uh, so that we can actually do something about it. That just want to remind you, I'll probably say this again, but just encourage you to, to just see that, acknowledge it um, and work on it. But by all means, do not uh, use it as an opportunity to, to shame yourself as if something is wrong with you. Um, there's nothing wrong with you that isn't wrong with the rest of humanity in terms of your inability to, to overcome and conquer certain tendencies. Those are, those are part of, uh, of who we are, and we will always have those, those certain tendencies. Can we improve on them? Absolutely. Can we, can we work with them? Can we actually put structures and processes in, in place to overcome certain tendencies? Uh, you know, absolutely. Like if, you know, if you really struggle with eating a, a huge bag of chips, uh, if it's in the cupboard, how about not buying the bag of chips in the first place or whatever it is, right? Um, so I'm not being defeatist, but uh, just wanting to also uh, remind you that this is this is a battle. Uh, the, the gravitational laws will hold you down, um, but if you can recognize them and actually work with them, you will be able to defy them if you uh, do so with intentionality. Okay? So these next two laws, the first two dealt with the with worth. These two have to do with your will. And the two laws are passivity and aggression. 
again, these deal with our will, our wants, our needs, our desires. And in an act of passivity, what I do is I subject my will to someone else's. So if I'm in a meeting and someone else has a different opinion than mine and maybe they propose it with greater energy or passion or even aggression, uh, if I am in a state of passivity, I will subjugate my will to their will. My wants become their wants. That's passivity. Pretty clear, right? Uh, Aggression uh, is where I impose my will on someone else. So my desires, my wants, I impose them on someone else. Aggression is far more conspicuous. There's really no question when it happens. Uh, Everyone knows, can recognize it typically uh, when aggression takes place. Uh, I was in a meeting not too long ago where a particular leader completely lost her cool with the team. And for about two minutes, she just let loose. And it was an act of aggression, intimidation, bullying even. And for two minutes, um, those two minutes cost this leader about 18 months of influence that we had built. And we had to work to have her rebuild that with the team over time. And to her credit, she set aside specific meetings. She went out to coffee with her, the, the people on the team, took responsibility. Um, it even got to the point you know, where she could, her, her other team could even give her a little bit of a hard time about it um, in a joking fashion. So that, that was a long, long road, though. That's aggression. It comes out, it's fast, it burns hot, does a lot of damage in a short period of time. But uh, make no mistake, passivity has its own... Uh, its own teeth, it has its own, creates its own damage within organizations, within families, um, within teams, and is no less damaging. It's just, it takes place more inconspicuously, right? It takes place um, quietly and does so for a reason because the person that's prone to passivity, every time they uh, essentially are passive, they deposit uh, a certain amount of energy into a file or into an account called resentment. And as that resentment builds, eventually it's going to come out. It's like a pressure cooker. And that resentment is going to build, and it will either come out in an explosive, like aggressive kind of reaction, or it will leak out. It will sort of seethe um, and, and leak out through, through the edges, uh, the seams, and does so in, in what we would call more passive aggression, right? And, and the reason we call it passive aggression is that it, it's not direct, it's not constructive, um, it's typically been rotting uh, in that file of resentment for quite some time, and it just starts to kind of seep out uh, in side conversations, indirect critiques or criticisms, the erosion of someone else's influence or uh, reputation, and that's that's why we call it passive aggression because it is fundamentally an act of aggression. That person is trying to exert their will, uh, but in some ways doing it in a much more cowardly way, uh, much much less direct. Which is not to uphold an aggressive person as being some sort of courageous hero. That's not the case at all. Uh, in fact, aggression can be an act of cowardice as well. Uh, but what I'm hoping for you is that you start thinking about this, and and I know it's tempting, even as as I'm going through this to think about other people, right? You can, it's so easy to point that out in other people, but what I want you to do is to look in the mirror and I want you to think about what is your tendency when it comes to passivity and aggression. And my guess is, as with all of the gravitational laws, these show up differently in different parts of your life. 
So you may actually be quite passive with yourself, or you may be really aggressive toward yourself, or maybe you toggle back and forth. Um, but let's look at how you are at work. How, what shows up there? Are you, or do you tend to have more passivity, or do you, are you prone more to aggression? And keep going through different contexts, uh, different relationships. It's interesting because some people, you know, I'll, I'll be meeting with them and, and see them in public or something, or in the way they run a meeting, and they're incredibly... Uh, maybe not aggressive, but but incredibly assertive, and then come to find out they have all these parts of their life in which they're really passive, and uh, that's that's not that uncommon. We you know depending on the situation, depending on the race, relationships of the context or our role, uh, we show up differently. That's normal. Uh, but our goal, my goal for you, my goal for myself is that I'd actually, I'd be able to see where I show up more passively, where I show up with, with aggression, what sort of situations bring that out so that again, I can know better what it's like to be on the other side of me and I can actually work with those tendencies. So even as I'm thinking through this, and I hope you are too, I'm identifying areas in my life where I want more integration, where I don't want to toggle back and forth so violently between passivity and aggression or aggression and passivity. I would much rather modulate and be able to have um, control to where I'm neither aggressive nor passive, but I'm actually uh, able to just be more assertive uh, in a healthy manner um, and more humble in a healthy manner and and be able to not necessarily there is no healthy midpoint between passivity and aggression because the whole thing is skewed passivity and aggression are indications of a person's will that is unregulated and what aristotle would call it is the middle term i don't know if i've mentioned that on previous audio notes but um in his book the nicomachean ethics he will go back and forth between different virtues and vices and then he talks about, well, neither extreme is helpful, but there is a middle term. And, and the goal of, of, of wisdom in, in his case is that we would actually uh, be able to strike that middle term. And that has everything to do with selfship, because really a lot of the goal of selfship, as we will continue to work through this process, is helping us build self-regulation and self, self-awareness that leads to self-regulation and leads to moderation of, of ourselves, of our spirit, of our mind. Um, of our soul, that we can show up with a kind of presence that people want to be around, that we can show up with a kind of presence that that even I would go so far as to say brings healing, brings safety, uh, brings courage to people. Uh, and, and, and that's why we're going through these laws. But first, we're focusing on you. We're focusing on how these laws affect you. And so my hope for you going out of this is you do have a greater sense of your tendency with respect to passivity and aggression. And in the next audio note, we are going to pick up with the five, five and six, the fifth and sixth gravitational laws. And that will bring us to an end with the six gravitational laws. And then I'm really looking forward to getting into the myths because I think as you, as you see those, you will see which one you, you are most susceptible to buying into and how you can work toward dispelling them. Okay, so as always, wherever you're listening in from, and it's pretty cool to hear from all of you where you're from and, and where you're listening in from, uh, wherever you are, like right this moment, I am just glad that you're here and I'm glad that you've chosen to take this journey towards selfship. And I look forward to picking this up with you in the next audio note. Take care, everyone.